Hi there, it's February 5th, 2023. This is GZ For Real's podcast. This is the first recording, first episode, I guess, in my podcast series. As an introduction, my background has been in emergency service since 2016. Since that time, I've worked for fire departments. I've worked for um, the Utah Department of Corrections. I've worked uh, numerous other jobs as their on-site medical personnel. And in my short time, it being what, almost not even 10 years, <laughs> in, in that time, I've seen a number of things, all kinds of different uh, types of emergencies. And things not so emergent. But it wasn't until... Oh... I'd say the spring of 2021... That I... Came to myself and and realized... That I was struggling with... Depression... With... PTSD... With... Things that I thought were a bit, I'm not going to say fake, because that's not the right word. Um, What I would say is that I thought it would never affect me. It seemed so distant. It seemed like a fantasy. Something that other people, but not me, would have to go through and deal with as um, a first responder. Now, with that being said, those of you that work in EMS understand that um, there are times where you are going to go on something and see something or hear something, and it will be a real punch to the gut. It will take you back. And you'll kind of not know how to deal with it or or handle it. And it's just, it's the nature of the beast. Unfortunately, though, in EMS culture, there is the stereotypes that come with mental health. Um, First responders are portrayed and come off as superhero-esque that they can't have any chinks in the armor, that they have the answers to everything, that somehow, by them pulling up in the engine to your house or to your business or whatever, that they are somehow going to do the miraculous, somehow somebody's family member is going to be resuscitated, they're going to be fully functional, back to normal life as if nothing ever had happened. Unfortunately, life is not like that at all. Even though there's that facade that... Even though there's that facade that is portrayed with the shiny uh, fire engine, ambulance, the, the pressed uniforms, the, the equipment, the, the seriousness, the calm demeanor that first responders bring, yeah, they're portrayed like they're invincible, but 
We are not. They are not. I am not. And for me to discover that and for me to go through that and for me to experience that and have to admit to myself that I don't know what the hell I am doing. I can't save this individual. It was the toughest thing I have had to deal with. Uh, and mentally, emotionally, it's been so draining. It has been so taxing. It has been overwhelming. I was going through the paramedic program at my university. And I was trying to keep it at bay. Push it to the side. Try to get through the courses. Try to get through the training. Uh, some of the ride-along. Some of the hospital um, hours I had to put in. I was trying to push it away, push it deep down inside, trying to contain the beast. But eventually it just, it was too much. And honestly, for someone to try to pretend like you're okay and to function and, and act like everything's okay and, and nothing's bothering you, it's a silly, foolish way to go. Eventually it will overcome you. It will be too much and when, when, who knows when that could be, uh, when that too much, uh, when something is going to be too much and it's going to take you to, to, uh, some kind of action. And because you were just too proud to, or too embarrassed, too ashamed to admit to yourself that it is okay to be human. I love Marvel movies. I love the comic books, I remember them as ki as a kid. Um, you know, the portrayals that they've done in these Marvel movies of, of these superheroes. It's amazing. It, it brings out my inner child stuff like from obviously Iron Man to Black Panther. They're amazing to see. These films are wonderful. And to see them struggle and deal with, you know, these emotions that are only human that's what makes them so great, so relatable. But at the end of the day, you know, it's fiction. And unfortunately, EMS, EMS first responders don't have that superpower to be able to see stuff over and over and over and over again and not have it affect them in some way. It's just impossible. So fast forward through to the, you know, the spring of uh, 2021, that semester of the paramedic program, I ended up dropping out of the program. I realized I couldn't do it anymore. It was too much of a burden. And that is when I began contemplating suicide. It seemed like The only way I could end my suffering is stop the pain, stop the voices, stop the, the memories. And for the longest time, it seems like it's the only answer. I found myself more isolated, more... 
obviously depressed. It, it does change you as a person. And I played the scenario over and over in my head. Because what if I, you know, I thought, what if I'm not successful in this attempt? I would lose everything. I would still be alive. I'd lose everything. I for sure would be in some kind of mental hospital. But then the ramifications of all those actions... I can't just selfishly think about myself, but those of my family. How would they deal with it? How would they respond to this? Especially since nobody at that time in my family had any clue that I was dealing with these things, these demons. It would be a complete shock. It would be a complete... Out of nowhere, a curveball, a real blow to them. And I think about my nephew. How would he take it? How would he respond to it? How How is that fair? That's not fair to him. For, for those of you... That don't know, my nephew is probably the biggest thing to me in my life. And I could honestly say that um, if it weren't for him, I probably would be gone by now. I To him, it doesn't matter if I'm bald, ugly, overweight, broke, stupid, whatever. It does not matter to him. What matters to him is that I love him, that I spend time with him, that I play with him and, and, and make him laugh. and That's all that matters to him. Those little moments, those little things like that. It doesn't matter. All the other things don't matter. And he is so accepting of me. Despite not being all the things that I, I, I aspire to be or wish I could be and, and hope to be, but I can't. And, that, and that's honestly probably the only reason I'm still alive is, is my nephew. And for me to be selfish and think, yes, it will end my suffering in a way. But what about his suffering? How's he going to cope with it? Is this going to ruin him for the rest of his life? Is it going to change him? For sure. For sure it will change a person. Having a loved one all of a sudden be gone like that. Is death really the end of everything? I don't know. Is there anything on the other side? I don't know. But I do know it'll hurt the people that are left behind. And so after I dropped out of the paramedic program, I was referred to um, a psychologist who 
happened to be um, in a in a previous time a first responder. He was an EMT. He was a firefighter, and if I remember right, he was a police officer as well. Before he eventually became a psychologist, and he was very um, very kind and was willing to help me um, through this. He was willing to do a few free sessions and, and sit down and talk with me. And that was the first time, as scary as it was, that was the first time I spoke with a openly about um, what I had gone through, what I had seen, what I had been feeling, these things that I was trying to hide and act like it wasn't me, that I wasn't the one who was dealing with these issues. It was the first time I was open about these things. And after that first session, he messaged me shortly after, thanking me for being very open and honest. He also gave me some wise counsel that... um, over the course of the next few days, things that were buried deep inside were brought to the surface and I would feel those emotions. But if I can just breathe through it, take take a second, just breathe. Um, that I could, I, that I would be okay. And obviously since that time I have seen uh, a few different therapists I have um, un- unfortunately I have stepped away from um, emergency services in general and it has been one of the toughest things to do that and there are days that I feel great that things are okay, that I'm fine. There are days where I am not fine. And I guess that's kind of how it's supposed to be. It's it's a bit of a marathon through this mental health. You know, one mile, you're doing very well, you feel like you can handle it all. And it's, it's smooth, you're, you're going to make it to the end. The next mile of the marathon, you're out of breath, it's kicking your ass. You're not sure if you can keep one foot in front of the other and you see people passing you by and you don't know if you're going to make it to the end. You don't know if you're going to finish. You don't know if you can keep going and you can keep doing this. Part of you wants to just end the suffering right then and there. Part of you wants to stop. Part of you wants to just call it good. But there's people looking and and they're cheering and they're by your side, hoping that you'll just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. But inside you, do you have that energy? Do you have that drive? Do you feel it? Do you believe that you can do it? That you can keep going the next mile and the next mile and the next mile? I don't know. I tell myself, I don't know. I don't know how far I'm going to make it. It's been a couple of years and here I am. Still with these demons, still fighting. If you're someone who's struggling with these types of things as 
not just a first responder, but just in general, through whatever traumatic experience you've been through, reach out. Get some help. Talk to somebody that you trust that, um, you know, is there for you. And it is a scary, it is a very scary thing to try to talk to a therapist for the first time. It is. It's intimidating. I fucking broke down after my first session. I fucking broke down after, um, I remember I went and saw, um, a psychiatrist for, um, prescription medications to be able to deal with the depression to try to to try to get me out of this this state this funk because you don't want to accept it I think it's in our human nature to be proud sometimes being too proud is it'll kill you and that's what this was doing to me I I don't know what's going to happen in the span of the next few weeks, months, years. I I am no Jesus, I'm no God. I don't know the future or anything obviously. I'm just a guy who's on this recording this hoping that some of you will take advantage before it's too late. Get some help. The Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. You can easily text 988 and talk to someone right now, live. And and get with some someone who can help you get the proper resources going. For first responders, I really, really hope that the culture and the industry changes. Where, yes, you can be a badass... You can be a badass with some depression. You can be a badass with, you know, having the call not go the way you had intended and hoped it would. And even though it might have broken you for a little bit, you can still be a badass. And you can admit it, that it broke you. And that's totally fine. You're still a badass. You're still killing it. You're still doing an amazing job. You're still doing something that most people wouldn't be able to do or, or would want to do. Um, something that my sister has been emphasizing is that you can't take care of others un- unless you're taking care of yourself. And that's kind of the thing that's been sticking out to me over the last couple weeks. What am I doing to take care of myself? Yes, I might put time in the gym. I might go to work. I might pay my bills. I might, you know, do X, Y, and Z. But if I'm not doing anything for my mental health, all those things aren't going to really matter. Again, if you're in need to talking to someone the national suicide prevention lifeline is 988 you can text it and you will be connected immediately to somebody who is there to help you
Thank you for listening. This has been my first podcast. I hope um, to be able to do many more of these. Stay tuned for other stories and other things. I know this was a bit of a, I guess, a, 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 a sad, dark way of starting this, but this is a very real thing that I'm dealing with and I'm sure other people are dealing with. And I just wanted to give it a voice. Thank you for listening. God bless.